Good morning. Welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. My name is Janice Richmond, and I'm a licensed practitioner and member at Heart and Soul, and I am honored to be facilitating our meditation experience this morning. This morning, we are taking the opportunity to immerse ourselves in stillness so that we may connect with the knower within, so that it may be our guide during this time of change. Wherever you are, I invite you to make yourself comfortable so that you may be open to divine guidance. Know that right where you are, God is, and therefore it is a safe and sacred space. So if you are willing, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to close and take this opportunity to relax and let go of all that has transpired up until this moment. Join me in taking a deep, conscious breath. Breathe in and release with a sigh. Now give thanks for your breath as you gently allow it to return to its natural rhythm. Take a moment to notice the path that your breath takes through your body. While the path our breath takes, like each of us, is unique, every breath is a part of the one breath, which is breathing us all. Let your breath be an ever-present reminder of your oneness with spirit and its ever-availability as a guide and source of inner peace love and clarity, regardless of outer circumstances. As we enter the stillness, remember to focus on your breath, and I offer this affirmation as our guide. I have been that I have been, I am that I am, and I will be what I will be, simultaneously.
I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously. I now invite you to return your awareness to the space that you are in. To do this, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the floor underneath. You might gently rub your palms together. Begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. When you are ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. Thank you for creating this safe and sacred container of love for our service. We have a wonderful opportunity during these times to spend more time being still and renewing our connection with the one. And I invite you to do so whenever and wherever possible. It has been a pleasure and an honor to facilitate this morning's meditation. Thank you. heart and soul. Welcome to our Sunday virtual service. My name is Sonia Russell. Today is Sunday, April 25th, and it is my great pleasure to be bringing you the opportunities for us to be engaged here at Heart and Soul. I want to start by letting you know that our theme for 2021 continues to be Adventures in Faith, Rise Up. Our daily read is Emmett Fox around the year with Emmett Fox, and we are allowing ourselves to be steeped in that. We invite you to be connected in all the ways there are to stay connected, uh, starting with our website, of course, uh, and being with us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and all the ways in which you podcast. And I want to make sure that you know that there will be an opportunity for us to give together in community at the end of service, but you can always visit our website and you can text to give um, at 510-500-5849. And you can sign up to be a part of our service recap by visiting our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash sign up. And I invite you to continue to be steeped in our community affirmation. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. Our practitioners continue to support us in being steeped in our read with Emmett Fox every Monday at 6.15 p.m. Pacific time. Our practitioners are gathering together with anyone who is interested in going deeper into our daily read. You can join us Mondays via Zoom by just logging in at heartsoulcenter.org slash Monday Review. 
and you can take a part in really allowing ourselves to be more deeply grounded in what Emmett is bringing. On Wednesdays, we are imagining justice with Valerie Joy and David, and this week, we sing to imagine justice, and it is a collaboration with We Sing and Imagining Justice, um, facilitated by Lisa Forkish and our own Valerie Joy. It's sure to be a good time. Singing brings a beautiful depth of community, and so we invite you to be with us. Join via Zoom, heartsoulcenter.org/slash/imaginingjustice. We want to make sure you know that prayer works, and we are deeply steeped in prayer, family, and because it works in everything. So we offer lots of ways in which you can be engaged in prayer. Beginning with group prayer, it begins about 10 minutes following service uh, every Sunday and is also available on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. You can dial in uh, at 1-669-900-6833. That meeting ID is 729-205-089. You also have the opportunity to dial in and leave a message and have a prayer facilitator call you back. That number is 510-607-7747. And you are always able to send an email for your prayer request and have someone get back to you with, at prayerandcare at heartsoulcenter.org. We also invite you to carry prayer in your pocket with our Power of Prayer podcast. You can get on-demand laser prayer on many topics, health and healing, love and relationships, prosperity, uh, and you want to make sure that you can get to any of these. You can do so by getting there with all the ways that you podcast, but if you do not have a podcast and you are looking to be engaged and have an opportunity to listen to some of these prayers, it's as easy as going to heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast. And so family, I'd like to take a moment to allow ourselves to be fully grounded. Heart and Soul has a mission that we have endeavored to live by, and we want to make sure that we continue to be deeply grounded in it. And so together, family, we are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet, and so it is. <sighs> and so now, family, I invite you to simply find your breath. Be present here now as we are remembering to remember, touching and agreeing, knowing what we know, that God is that we are and that all is truly well. There is only one life. That life is God's life. That life is perfect, whole and complete in nature and in form. It is my life. It is the life of every person on the planet, all seven billion of us. 
I know that the goodness of the infinite exists in everyone. That's seven billion ways to know love, to know joy, to know peace, to know God. I know that the same force that kept us while we slept and woke us this morning is that which brings the ocean to the shore and circulates our blood. Our hearts beat as the sun rises. Our skin is made of stardust. The infinite perfection of the one is who and whose we are. It is without exception and it is regardless of the appearance of things. And so it is from this place of knowing, this place of trusting, this deep abiding faith that I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved heart and soul center of light community, giving thanks in advance for our heart's desires being made manifest, knowing that we are safe, that we are guided, guarded, and protected, that we know our families are safe, our loved ones are safe, that black people are safe. Hmm. I know that the goodness of God is always present and I am grateful for this trusting, for this knowing, for this remembering to remember. Hmm. I know that God is and we are and all is exceedingly well. I know that we have the opportunity to be and see love. I know that we have the opportunity to expand what we know to be true. I know that we have the opportunity to spread love like we have never done anything before. And to do so with the knowing, with the trusting, with the faith that God is, we are, and all is exceedingly well. And so I'm giving thanks for Heart and Soul Center of Light, for the permission that it gives us to be our most powerful loving selves, for the space that it creates in the world for us to know this truth, for us to stand courageously, unapologetically, in knowing love, in knowing peace, in knowing hmm, that we matter. I give thanks for everyone that supports this ministry. I give thanks for our practitioners and our board and our ministers. I give thanks for our beloved Reverend Andriette for saying yes. Thank you for saying yes. And it is in perfect gratitude that I simply released this word into the law. I give thanks that it is done and done well in God. Not only because I speak this word, because I know it is written on our hearts. And so we simply allow it to be so now and forever. And so it is. Sometimes life gets so heavy, so much emotion all around. Our faith is being tested Feels like we're all being held down When the truth is far from you And the future's not so clear It sends our minds into a flurry Fills our hearts up with fear 
In life we're all the same Born of a love healed by pain Oh yeah Hold it together When the sun refused to shine Hold it together When trouble's on your mind Hold it together our beloved Miko Marks, our local country and western star. We just love you, Miko. Thank you so very much. Hold it together. I don't know if y'all, you, you know, it's perfect. This could be part of our soundtrack for our adventure in faith as we set and execute our intention to rise up in our adventure in faith. She offers us the lyrics that say, sometimes life gets so heavy, so much emotion all around. I know you're thinking, oh, she didn't even need to tell us that. But I love that she put it to music. She says, our faith is being tested. Feels like we're being held down. When the truth is far from view, 
and the future is not clear. That's an adventure in faith, isn't it? And for sure, we have been actively, well, we've been on an adventure in faith. That's what life is. But more specifically, during the past year, we have been on an exceptionally challenging, brutal leg of the journey of our adventure in faith because it was just about a year ago that George Floyd was murdered with videotape. And it, it, the thing is that the fact that there's videotape, there are those of us who at one time believed, oh, there's videotape for sure, outcomes are clear. And then we lived through several trials and experiences, and we learned that videotape is often not enough. So over the past weeks, there has been the trial of the former police officer who, the, the one, Chauvin, and we learned that uh, on Tuesday that he was convicted on all, of all the charges in the death of George Floyd. And, you know, since sentencing, I think, is set to happen the 1st of June, and it remains to be seen because there's so much that we are learning about the legal system on this adventure in faith because there really are sentencing guidelines. And so although there's a number that we bandy about, the sentencing guidelines often mean that that number is never realized. And so I don't want us to forget that we're on an adventure in faith and we don't lose faith every time it doesn't turn out the way we predicted or the way that we desired. Our adventure in faith is to believe regardless of the effect. Regardless of what we hear and what we see, we are to believe. We know we're on an adventure in faith when the Minneapolis police chief testifies and breaks what America has called the blue wall of silence, or at least that's the appearance. So it's an adventure in faith where we are open to outcomes that curl or uncurl our hair, challenge our sensibilities, take us back to a level of, what did she say in the song? When the truth is far from view and the future is not so clear. Who could have predicted that the Minneapolis police chief, I need you to know this part of it though, he shared on the stand that the force, the Minneapolis police force, has as their underlying motto, to protect with courage and serve with compassion. I'm pausing so we can take that in because we are powerful enough in our prayer and in our belief that that could become true. See, it's aspirational, but all visions and purpose statements are. They're aspirational. And the idea is for us to take responsibility for that that we can do 
that that we can be that can call this into reality, into our full experience. He was ultimately asked very specifically whether that police officer's behavior was appropriate, that is to say, per the book. And he said he absolutely did not agree with that. That action is not de-escalation, that that particular action was not de-escalation. And when we talk about, I'm quoting him, the framework of our sanctity of life, and when we talk about the principles and values that we have, that particular action that we saw on video, now I'm just that that action goes contrary to what we teach. Here's the thing that, that I want to be sure I leave with you, which is just, these are my thoughts. This is what I do on Sunday. I, I bring you what Spirit gives me through the way. I, I, I can only be the conduit I am. So I'm only going to be given that that I can say that that I can be, that that I can do. And so this is just me. Look at here. During the trial, we learned that the, and this is true for many police forces, by the way, that police interactions with those that they are sworn and paid to serve and protect, too often, and this is based on testimony that was shared, that out of a 2016 report, we find this language, that there is behavior that the actions that the police officers take that is lawful but awful. I need you to hear this very clearly. Because language always follows action. We don't make up words and then find actions that will fit them. We experience activity, and then we name it. Is that clear? So there's clearly activity that came to be very, I'm going to say formally, when something shows up in a report and gets published, then I'm going to call it formal. So formally, form, formally, it's referred to as lawful but awful. But I'm going to apply the law of transitivity. Because if we know that something is lawful but awful, we know it's also awful but lawful. And our work, our assignment, see, this is not regional. It's not just about that municipality. This is about humanity. It's about the planet and how we see each other. This is our work. We must, we are required to work and ensure that this gets changed. That on our watch, there cannot be police behavior, police, policing individuals who are sworn and paid. What, what, what did the, the, the chief say? That their particular model, we often say serve and protect. But theirs is to protect with courage, very specifically, and serve with compassion. That's our intention. That all over, that's what happens, is that the service is with compassion for the most vulnerable, for all and especially the most vulnerable. We got to hold it together in faith.
We got to hold it together and know something more on our adventure in faith. Otherwise, we'll never rise up. The weight of this awareness will crush us. We can only rise up if we are willing to give birth each day, to give birth to the newness, to trust again, to be willing to awaken and say, whoo, what's today's adventure in faith going to yield? Because we have lived through all others, even if we didn't want to, even if we didn't think we could, even if we didn't think anybody could live through this. How many? Try to think back and count all the times you said, oh, Lord, this is going to kill me. I'll never make it through this. And by the time as we mature in age, if you're fortunate enough, it, it is our life experience that as we mature, we realize that we have, we have collected so many of those along the way, all of those times of how will I ever make it through this? Now we're on the other side of it, and sometimes people have to remind us. It happens in my life because I get busy clearing stuff. And reframing it in ways that somebody will say, no, remember when? And I'm like, really? What, did, when, where, what, did, what happened? And, and I said, and what did I do? And then I what? And it's just, but we have to be willing to give birth to a new day and also live in the newness of our new selfhood that we are not carrying around the past so that we are at the effect of it, so that we're held in bondage. Our adventure in faith, we are endeavoring. Come on, Mother Harriet, remind us that we're endeavoring always to be free. even as we are birthing new moments throughout each and every day. Oh, y'all, this is, this is, look, theologian, I'm just, I'm running into a little challenge here, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, no worries, somebody's going to work it out, that Theologian Rocco Errico says that the first heaven and earth were symbolic of mortal humans, mortal human activity. And that's what we're dealing with. That's what I just described to you. Minneapolis police, L.A. police, Oakland police, 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 police. Now, this is not, I'm not saying every person on the police force. Clearly, I'm not saying that because I cited very specifically the police chief himself. Can I just, can I just pause for a diversity tip? The Minneapolis police chief, in his testimony, let it was, it was established in his testimony that he wrote part of the policy. So the policy that he was reading in the courtroom was establishing, putting in the record, if you will, he had a part in writing that. So when he said, the behavior was not in alignment with the policy, he absolutely knew. But I want us to back up because there are some policies that are never going to make it into the book, into the official policy if you don't have people who have a different way of seeing it. 
We, if we, well, y'all know the axiom, if you always do what you've always done, you're going to always get what you already got. And so there's a newness that we're talking about being available to, but setting our lives up, our collective, the universal life, in a way that it can happen. Because this first heaven and earth are symbolic of our mortal nature. This is not our best work. This is us fearful. This is us doubting. This is us, this is, uh, you know, there's no getting rid of ego. We don't want to, even if we could. We talk like we can, but that's because we are conflating language terms. The idea here is we do not have to be at the effect of our worst case scenarios, our worst case possibilities. So the new heaven and new earth is us coming into an expanded realization and this trial and it's in the jury's decision helps us to see how that's possible. Because my sense is that a lot of us are now in a new heaven and a new earth. And, 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 and here, here's, here's what, let me not get ahead of myself here. Let, let me, t- blah, 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 blah. Okay, all right, I can get ahead of myself after all. So um, let's just go for it then. Uh, let me remind you, um, <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Revelation 21 and 1. And from there, I'm just, going to, I'm just going to remind you, it's the next one. I'm going to remind you that um, in Isaiah 65 and 17, that the prophet said, Behold, I'm creating new heavens and new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered, and it shall not come upon the heart. So, what the revelator says in Revelation 20, 20, 21, 1 is really rewording. It's talking about the prophecy that Isaiah gave in the Old Testament. See, I, I just want to set that up. It's not essential. I just want you to know that this is not a new idea. When we show up in Revelations, this isn't a revelation like from nowhere. This is a revelation of the prophecy in the Old Testament. All right, then I just want to quickly mention 2 Peter 3 and 13, where it said, but according to his promise, now remember Isaiah had already prophesied this, according to his promise, we look to the new heavens and the new earth. And that's what I see us doing. That's where I see us is we are looking to the new heaven and the new earth in which dwells righteousness. Now, righteousness, you know, we've been through this, means right use of law. Where the right right use of the law unfolds. So we have a moment where I think many of us weigh in on the side of, in that particular trial, to some of our amazement, what happened was right use of law. I'm just, I just needed to say that. So, so 
in Revelation, we get to the point where the revelator says, and I saw. See, this is the first time <laughs> before it's the prophecy, and now we're, we're hearkening to the prophecy and calling it the promise, and we're understanding how it's going to be. And then we have a moment where we stand and declare, and I saw. A new heaven and a new earth. I'm trying to say something this morning, y'all. That we saw a new heaven and a new earth and what the former heavens and the former earth had departed. And the sea, the chaos was no more. Sometimes I feel like, because at my heart I'm a trainer. So I kind of feel like this could be a moment where we just sit and be with that. So right, right about that class. <laughs> you know, that's, I, I kind of feel like, but I know that's not what I'm doing on Sunday mornings. I'm not giving the writing assignment unless y'all just willing to do it for extra credit. Just write about that idea. Write about that I saw a new heaven because it is done... It is done unto us as we believe. Ernest Holmes said it for us. He, he reminded us that the barriers between you and your greater good are not real barriers, meaning they're not in effect. There are no physical barriers between you and your good. The barriers are things of thought. And because they're things of thought, you can think your way out of them. And according to your faith, and this is an adventure in faith, we're required to know something more, to believe something more. And, and to help us get it, I can't help myself. I got to go back. You know, I love this about Ernie when he points out that it is done to us as we believe. He says, focus on the ass. Focus on that word because it is while you are in the process of believing that the thing can shift. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so look at here. I have to ask you, you have to ask you, what do you believe about heaven and hell? What do you believe about heaven and hell? First of all, what I need you to know is that both heaven and hell are perceptions. I'm going to ask them to, to put up a slide so that, you can, so that you can see both heaven and hell are but perceptions. And they're really the same thing. It just depends on how you're coming at it, how you're looking at it. I know we've been taught that it's like a whole other realm and it's other stuff going on. That's the effect part of it. But in reality, it, not, it exists as a concept in mind. Okay, I know I lost a bunch of folks right now, but I'm just, I'm on an adventure in faith, so I'm just trusting y'all can, can, can be with me with this. I really am. I just, I know that this could be, uh, my intention is never to offend. But I didn't work myself into a dang near frenzy up here. So I just have to go with what I know, that, that, that heaven or hell, however you perceive it. Because I just need to tell you, you, I've already set out how I saw the trial. You know, it was days, so I just gave you five minutes, three minutes, whatever it took me to talk about it, but it was days of a number of people talking about it. You need to know that for somebody, that outcome is hell. And we need to honor that their perception gets to be their perception. 
And that's what it is. All of it is the perception. And how you perceive it is cause. How you perceive it is cause. Both heaven and earth, and your perception of heaven and earth, I'm sorry, heaven and hell, heaven and hell, your perception of those terms manifest as your experience, as the effect. Y'all get that? So that's the earth. The earth is the effect in your life. So... However you see it, if you see it as heaven, then that gets you a certain kind of earth. If you see it as hell, then that gets you a certain kind of earth. But it's all an inside job. Why? Because it's done unto you as you believe. Let me teach you a little magic. For the one who realizes, oh my goodness, I am now in hell. If you are awake and aware, you go, oh, shoot, she talked about that on Sunday, April 25th. Let me get myself out of hell. And how do you do it? You begin to think thoughts of heaven. And the magic part is give thanks for the moment of hell. Literally, be in gratitude for the hell. And it's almost as if, if it works for you like it works for me, that will be a propellant. That will give you some of those shoes like they had in Back to the Future. With the springs on them, you just go. And there you'll be out of hell and into a different experience because it really, we got to check what we believe. On this adventure in faith, a huge part of it is discerning, what am I believing about this? What am I believing about that? What am I believing? What am I believing? I'm hoping you're getting this. That the heaven and hell, what, however you see it, that's what's going to cause your earth to manifest. And the manifestation of that is your earth, your reality, your experience. So Yeshua's ministry heralded a new heaven and a new earth for humankind. The old heaven and the old earth, as the prophet Isaiah foresaw, had passed away. Now, the thing about things that pass away is we are so empowered, we go get them. Y'all, I'm going to give you an easy way to, so you can acknowledge how that happens, you know how you do your giveaway pile? Yeah, y'all know. That giveaway pile, you put the sweater in there and then the coat and the shoes and the whatever, and then you pass by it and you go, those are good shoes. <laughs> you go get the shoes, and while you're getting the shoes out, you see the sweater. Nothing wrong with this sweater. So you see, we have the wherewithal, we have programmed ourselves that 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 has passed away, we can go get it and begin to relive in it. 
So we have just seen, we've experienced, if not Google it and YouTube it or however you might have access to the police chief because who among us has ever said, oh, let him call the police chief. He'll tell him and then it'll be all right. He'll tell the truth and it'll all be revealed and it'll all be, who has ever said that? So what I'm saying is in the, new, in the old heaven and old earth, we never said that. In the new heaven and new earth, even if we never live to see it again, we know we lived when that happened. And we can be forever changed, but only if we're willing to be. Only if we're willing to be. Look at here. Emmett Fox says that both heaven and hell are states of consciousness. The net result of our beliefs and feelings at any time. And he also says that when you have true peace of mind and an adequate understanding of life, that's why I encourage you to take the glasses. Because most of us, we're not raised in families and by people who were teaching a clear understanding of life and how life gets to be the way it is. Most of us are believing that it's on account of somebody and we are shifting who we going to blame for our current circumstance. But for those who have an adequate understanding, those are already in heaven. See, that's the magic that I was trying to teach you. You just kind of slipped into this other, and then you go, ah, this wasn't my destination. Just like when you, you, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. You are headed to a store. I almost start naming them, but I'm not giving no free advertising. So you're headed to that store, the one you frequent most often, I'm sorry, you're headed to a different one. You have your regular that you usually go to, but now you go in for the organic, you're getting ready to get a little something different. You know what I mean? You need somebody with a full bulk section and the organic and the whatever. But you realize that you kind of come to yourself and you realize, where am I going? I'm up. No, that's not where I'm going. And what do you do? You simply shift and go where you're actually headed. This is why you got to know what you believe. You got to know what you believe. Because if you're there, you're like, I don't even believe this. Let me get the heck up out of here because nobody's coming. I love the movies with the white horse. That one. And they come and they save you, the little damsel in distress. And oh, you just get them off the tracks and out the hard such difficulty and all that. That ain't happening. You're going to have to be all of that. He says, when you're full of fear and anxiety and hatred and physical pain, y'all know when that happens, you're in hell. The conventional descriptions of both places are but an attempt to provide symbolic pictures of state of mind. They're not real places. They're places in mind and heart, in consciousness, in our fear and in our love. And in our knowing. So whether you are, <laughs> whether you live in hell or heaven, depends solely on the kind of thinking you indulge in all day. It's up to you. You got way more power than you acting like you have. And fortunately, 
you can, by simply investing, by being conscious and aware, train yourself to make heaven-like thinking a constant habit. <laughs> he says the doors of hell are swing doors. <laughs> and I, I, had to, I wanted to give y'all a visual of that. So I'm going to ask him to put the slide up to show y'all I found a little door to put up. And it's very similar to, the, to my kitchen door. That's what I was looking for. Because it just, it just swings. But the thing about a swinging door is you can go, come and go as you please. You, can, you don't even have to go all the way in. You can go, well, hell, I'm not doing that. And come back out. Just you, you see what I'm saying? You don't have to, like, really invest. Unlock it and pull it open. You just, it's a swinging door. You can be in hell and go, oops, I didn't mean to come in here. And out you go. But it. Come on, Emmett Fox, help us out with this. He says, but I want you to look at the door. Take it into mind. How does life get to be the way it is? You can push and get in, and you can, but I have even, if I have something on the other side, see, this is why I wanted this kind of door, because I've even put my hands just around to pull it the other way, because I know that I got something there I don't want to bump. You follow me? But I want you to know that you have the facility to just be in and out of heaven and hell at will, at choice, according to your belief. Here, here's the thing. The way out of hell is to begin thinking thoughts of heaven, thoughts of health and happiness and success and well-being. But now look, it's not just for you. It's for everybody. So you're broadening your thinking because I don't know, I mean, the universe has its own uh, individualized uh, version of what is heaven. But my sense is I've never heard anybody who just had them up in heaven. I mean, even the most egotistical have peopled it with more than themselves. And so let's broaden our sense of the health and happiness and success and well-being for all, for as many as you can possibly include. And to keep this up day by day, remember I said you're birthing a new earth moment by moment. So you're also birthing a new heaven out of you're required to, in fact, birth your new heaven moment by moment in order to get that new earth. Because that new earth is but an effect of the intention, the belief in, the idea of, the concept of heaven. And if you do that in gratitude, as I told you, start there, get your spring shoes. If you do it in gratitude, and in thanksgiving, you will find that the difficulties that you might have had before will fade away because they were difficulties that are relegated to your mental state in hell. And they can never show up in your heaven. So it doesn't mean you won't have the experience. It doesn't mean you won't have the diagnosis. It doesn't mean 
that they won't give you the prognosis. What it means is that it impacts you in a different way. What it means is that you see it as being something different for you. It's no longer hell. It could be, but you're choosing to not have it be. The moment you say, thank you, God. Thank you, living one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You don't even have to understand what you're saying thank you for. Just get in the habit of being grateful. Because look, we know that it's all going to fall apart. We know it's required to. Why? Because, come on, James Baldwin. I love that in all the videos that we see where people refer to him, his friends, Dr. Maya and different ones, other writers and so forth, they all call him Jimmy. And I know I'm not entitled, but this morning, because we've gotten so close by, by using this quote so often, I just want to say Jimmy Baldwin said, any real change, all the change we've been praying for, just the belief in that implies the breakup of the world as we've known it. So don't go back and get it. I need you to, I, I need you to get this because we've, we've I, I, I talked about the trial. I talked about, so, so you see something different happened. So you're going to have to change your, the way you refer to it. We're going to have to change. We, we, we can't just stay in this sense of it never would, could, ever. Because it just did. And then do not try to, don't even try it. Do not try to talk to me right now about the sentencing because you don't know. What did Pilate's wife sing in your arms too short? She said, you don't know because you weren't there. You don't know when, you don't know where. So don't start. I want you to stay right where we are. There's been real change. Now, I know everybody doesn't live in Minneapolis, so do not try to give me your municipality. And what's I, it's something has changed. Do not argue for your defeat. Something has changed. How about we rock and roll with the change? On our adventure in faith, we're going with the change. Because we've lost a sense of identity. You see, there's, there's less of a sense of victimization. Now, see, I have sense enough to know that every day throughout the day, there have been other killings. <clears throat> I just got to go on with the wind passage. But if I think about that too long, I'll go crazy. So I'm framing it in a way where I can be productive, where I can stand for the highest and the best, where I can know something more. And part of what I'm determined to know, Mother Harriet, is that we have ancestors who are standing with and in love. I don't know about you, but there's no way for me to stand, for me to be a black woman of African ancestry 
and not acknowledge and honor my ancestors. I mean, I, that's just not, it's, yeah, so. There's an idea of choosing to go down to the water. And you know, in songs and prose, it's often symbolic. Go into the fullness of consciousness where I seek what I hope to find. The strength of mothers and fathers watching over from the other side. Well, what I want you to know is somebody wrote a song about it. Here it goes. I leave you with Miko Marks.
In today's world especially, it's not easy to keep a center going. You know, often as a participant or a congregant or someone who's part of the community, we're not really thinking maybe about the electric bill and about all the many things it takes to keep a community together and growing. Some of you know that I am the founder of the Prosperity Plus programs 1, 2, and 3, and I know that your center has offered these programs to you. I'm a deep believer in tithing. And we all have giving patterns. Many of us give actually only emotionally. We give when we feel like we have a little extra. And then there's another kind of giving that's a regular repeated giving that comes with a percentage to it. And if it's not 10%, it's 5% or it's 6%, but it comes out of a decision to have circulation in your life, planting in a beautiful place like the heart and soul center of light for the growth of a community that you has nurtured you, can nurture you further, and more than that, can spread this wonderful message to a world that is deeply hungering, even if they don't know yet that they're hungering for it. So I invite us on this day to lean in and make a commitment for percentage giving over the next year. And then turn around every three months and take a look at what's happening in your life. Something happens when you're a regular giver. And each month as you're receiving your income, a portion of it goes to support. Uh, it changes the way you feel about yourself. It changes your level of expectation of good in your life. It changes your sense of worthiness and your connection with the very source of your life. Good morning, family. And so I'm joining with Mary Morrissey in changing my expectation for good in my life, knowing that as I give, I receive. And there are many ways in which we can all graciously give to Heart and Soul Center of Light. You can send a check to Heart and Soul Center of Light, 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also visit our website at heartsoulcenter.com. Dot org slash give, where you can set up your gift as either a one-time gift or even a recurring gift, where your gift will give on an automatic basis in the amount you predetermine and at the time that you predetermine. And last but not least, you can text the word GIVE to 510-500-5849 on your smartphone and it is important that we remember that there is a consciousness to giving and we want to bless our good, thereby establishing a consciousness for good in our gift before it is even given. So with your gift in hand, I invite you to maybe place it right over your heart or otherwise place your hand over your heart and let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world because I know God as source, and so it is. Thank you, Revelo. So family, I want to remind you how to be engaged at Heart and Soul, starting with our Around the Year with Emmett Fox review that happens on Monday nights with our practitioners, 6.15 p.m. Pacific time. You can visit uh, Zoom to participate, heartsoulcenter.org slash Monday review will take you right to it. On Wednesday, Imagining Justice is doing a collaboration with We Sing, and the collaboration is being facilitated by Lisa Forkish and Valerie Joy, and it is sure to be a magnificent and soul-stirring time. You can join us by visiting heartsoulcenter.org slash imaginingjustice. 
We recently roofed family, and so if you're considering a gift for our new church home, gift cards are a great idea. Any of these familiar retailers would be great in supporting us. We also have a few items left on our Amazon wish list. Heart and Soul continues to support Marcus Books, the oldest independently owned black bookstore in the country, and the delicious Jamaican cuisine at Kingston 11, known as the town's gathering space. Let's continue to make sure we're supporting both of these communities, family. Our Heart and Soul Youth and Family Village has two programs. One of them is uh, The Pulse, and they meet at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time on Sundays. You or your teen can uh, email The Pulse at heartsoulcenter.org to gain access. And we're really excited to let you know that this Sunday and every and the final Sunday of every month, our youth and family um, littles will begin joining again. So in the meantime, there are some videos that they could watch, uh, heartsoulcenter.org slash watch YFV. Um, but you can send an email to YFV at heartsoulcenter.org to gain access for your young person um, this afternoon at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. I want to remind you, family, that prayer works. It works in every situation and for everything. Group prayer comes about 10 minutes after the conclusion of our Sunday service today, and it is also available on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. You can log on via Zoom, or you can, use, you can dial in by phone. If you're calling in by phone, the number is 699-900-6833. The meeting ID is 729 729- Two zero five zero eight nine, and we will happy to support you uh, via phone. You can also call in for your prayer uh, and leave a message allowing a prayer facilitator to call you back. That phone number is five one zero six zero seven 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 four seven. You can also email your prayer request so that someone may get back to you in that way, and you can send email at prayer and care at heartsoulcenter.org. We are also pleased to have our Power of Prayer for such a time as this podcast, on-demand layers of prayer on topics including health and healing, love and relationships, money and prosperity. These are prayers you can carry around in your pocket 24-7, 365. If you're already on podcast, then you can find it at any of your um, the podcasts that you listen to. If you have not ever been on a podcast, you can simply visit heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast, and it will take you right to a listing of all of those audio recordings. I also want to lift up that you can get a pop anytime with Reverend Andriette's vlog, Point of Power, that can be found on our YouTube channel. And at this time, it is my great pleasure to welcome back our beloved Reverend Andriette. Oh, thank you, Sonia. I am just so grateful for, well, for the team that supports us doing this broadcast so that we can do this thing together. This is a beautiful thing. Truly, I'm also grateful for our hospitality circle who ensures that we are set up just for all of it, for the folks who come up and clean, all of it. I am so very grateful. But I have a special thanks in my heart this morning for Miko Marks because I have just been, you know, just rocking too. I'm calling on the ancestors now, just yes. And today, y'all, I just need you to know that 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 that, that just what I shared today about the trial and my takeaways. 
I'm forever thinking about my ancestors. You know, I'm often thinking there's, I don't know that there's a time that I cross the Bay Bridge that I don't think about my mother who would have loved to have lived, to have experienced the new Bay Bridge. If you're new to the Bay Area, you don't even know what I'm talking about. But for those of us who grew up here, that ain't the bridge. It's a new bridge. And my mother never got to experience that bridge. And so there, she didn't experience Barack Obama as president. And so there's just those things. And, and when I think, Mother Harriet, I just know that there's some ancestors who are standing vigil and watch around all of those who are the civil trials and the, the, um, the criminal trials around this adventure in faith. And so likewise, I'm calling on the ancestors. And today, I have to tell you, I'm always grateful that y'all show up. But today kind of feels like the family reunion. It kind of feel, and I say that because y'all are here today from all over, um, more so than I have noticed before. Or maybe you're just now finally gotten around to telling us about it. So throughout the Bay Area, Oakland, East, North, West Oakland, and somebody who's not from this area would add South Oakland as well, because they just pointed out, to, well, anyhow, it's a whole thing for people who don't, yeah. Pittsburgh and San Rafael and Richmond, just love you. Thank you for tuning in. Bring some friends, invite some friends to join you. Beyond the Bay Area, Capitola and Clovis and Los Angeles and Roseville, thank you. Thank you for being here. And then the y'all that came for the family reunion from Spartanburg, South Carolina, and St. Louis, Missouri, and Detroit, Michigan, and Maui, and uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and Las Vegas, and Waterford, Connecticut, and San Jose, Costa Rica, and Jaco, Costa Rica, and Salvador, Brazil, and Boston, Massachusetts, and Tucson, Arizona, and Aurora, Colorado, and Atlanta, Georgia, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. I just want to thank you. Just know that you're in our prayers, and just we... We're just knowing something for all of us. Eugene, Oregon, New York City, and Lexington, Kentucky. I am grateful. And those of you who were playing shy today, I'm going to ask you to get over it and to let us know that you're here so we can do a shout out. Y'all don't know how it warms my heart to just be able to acknowledge that at our Sunday family reunion meeting, that y'all are showing up from all parts and all hamlets and cities and just all of it. Thank you for being here. I want you to know that if you were not a part of IJ this past Wednesday, when we focused on nutrition, I want you to know that I was there standing in the gap for you. I got mine. I don't know if recordings are available, but somebody will tell me and uh, we will have it in the recap with a link so that folks can check that out because what they're doing is important. Now, I'm only citing this time because I needed that little bit. I needed exactly what was offered, and so I'm grateful for that. And this week is special as well. We sing, is, it's going to be a collaboration. So our beloved member, Lisa Forkish, is just an amazing acapellaist. I made that up. And Valerie Joy, who is our co-minister of music here, and you can see her right back there on the piano right now. At least you can see the top of her head. Um, 
it, there's a collaboration. Valerie is a musician and vocalist and Lisa Forkish. So this we sing is a thing that Lisa Forkish has. And it's an opportunity. A lot of us are missing sound and making sound with others. And so this is just an opportunity to be together and have a different kind of experience. Thank you, IJ, for providing this. Thank you, David Walker, who's a part of that. Thank you, Valerie Joy. Thank you, Lisa Forkish, for creating this opportunity. I want to just remind you, I know Sonia did. At, there's, it's always a good time for prayer. Let me just say, sometimes we emphasize it like today is a day that really requires prayer. There's not a moment that prayer is not warranted. Although I know in times where we are challenged getting out of hell, where we are trying to look for the key to the swinging door, because we are in such dire straits that we don't realize that gratitude and thanksgiving will unlock our mind so that we can escape from our self-imposed hell. And so prayer can make a difference. When you can't know it for yourself, call somebody who can know it for you. And so that opportunity is immediately available to you right after this service, where you can call in on this phone number, 510-607-7747. Is what you can do in order to do that. I'm going to say it one more time. 510-607-7747 would be, sorry, I have mixed up my, I've conflated what, what will happen. If you dial that number, that's the number you call to leave a message. So that's a 24-7. You needed to have that number because there'll be a time when you just need to call in to, to request prayer and somebody will call you back. But right after the service, the phone number is 669-900-6833. And you probably have to put a one in front of that. 669-900-6833. And then the meeting ID, 729-205-2111. Okay, so you can get prayer 10 minutes after and then tomorrow and the next day, etc. On Wednesday mornings, you can also call in at that same number I just gave you <coughs> using the same meeting ID. You can also just email your prayer request. Whatever you need to do, just get prayer is what I'm saying. Do not just be in hell languishing like you're supposed to be there. Get out, get some help getting out. And that's one of the ways. We also have our podcast uh, of prayer where you just go in at choice and, and on demand decide what kind of, what do I need prayer for about money, about relationships, about whatever it is that's on your heart. Just we have spoken prayers by our prayer and care circle, which includes our practitioners, etc. And so just begin with episode 119. On our pop podcast, um, for anybody who's not familiar with what a podcast is and how it works, I'm going to ask, and I'm not being flippant, ask somebody, like you do about other stuff, ask somebody to help you. Because this is good stuff and you want a piece. So ask somebody, ask, say, baby, what, what's this podcast stuff? Help me get into this, because Heart and Soul has some stuff I want access to. They got a prayer library 
a library, and I want in. So um, it's heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast. We'll get you there. If that doesn't make sense to you, write it down anyhow. Heart and soul, hearts, sorry, not heart and soul, heartsoulcenter.org slash podcast. Write that down and then ask somebody that you know knows. And if they don't know, ask them to help you find somebody who knows. But get some prayer. Also, there are a variety of videos. If today wasn't enough of hearing my voice and seeing my image, then you can have it. You can have as much of that as you can stand by um, tuning into our YouTube channel. So it's heart, soul, sorry, heart and soul center of light on YouTube uh, for our pop videos that you just, you know, just go through them and see what suits your fancy and be lifted up is the idea. I'm just giving you ways that you can be lifted up. Go for it, y'all. Also, you know, we are beginning to prepare for our return for in-person gatherings. And so there's still some things we need. And I'm just going to ask you if you feel like that's a little something else you can do for us. I know you're already giving and I'm grateful. Do not, don't change that. But if there's something more you can do and are willing to do, then please do. It could be as simple as an Amazon gift card, a Target gift card, a, a Home Depot gift card is always handy. And believe it or not, an Office Depot um, gift card is a great idea because there's still things that we need in order to get everything together in the way that we intend it. Please know that you are loved beyond human measure. And it is in this awareness in this sense of love and gratitude that I just ask you to join me. Join me in prayer. Join me as I know for me and for us that there is one life, one whole, one perfect, one magnificent life. It's the life of the living one, the strong one. It surrounds and enfolds from top to bottom and side to side, in and throughout. Each and every one of us is covered in love, in grace, in divine knowing of the oneness. That there is not a spot where God is not. And so that means that it's all throughout my life, permeating. My beingness permeating each and every one of us in every way. Remember, there is not a spot where God is not. So knowing this, knowing one, that the allness of God is surrounding and enfolding each and every one of us and knowing that it's permeating, that it's imbuing each and every word, every thought, every deed, every aspect of our beingness, that it is beating my heart, that it is breathing me, that it is living my life and that this is true for each and every one of us. We know that the word that any of us speaks from that awareness, from that goodness, from that love. We know that this word of peace that I'm declaring, that a peace that surpasses all possible understanding and experience is realized for everyone within the sound of my voice at any time. 
that there is a peace and a joy and an awareness of the new heaven and new earth formed out of new ideas, new prayers, new love, new forgiveness, new acceptance, new willingness. Oh, 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 I just, I'm knowing, I'm knowing, I'm knowing that I'm knowing that, that something magnificent is unfolding, that right where we are right now, that there is a divine goodness that we didn't notice before. I'm sure it's always been there because that's the way God is, unchanging. So the goodness is there. What's different is that my eyes are opened in the new heaven I can see something else in my new earth. Oh, Father, Mother, God. Mother, Father, God. Living one, strong one. I just give thanks. I give thanks for, for the way that, that life unfolds. I give thanks for the way that this works. I give thanks for the power of this word. I give thanks for knowing that it's already realized. That the peace. And the awareness of the new heaven and the living in the new earth that it's already happening. That it's not happening out of my word. It is already happening and my word rips the veil off the illusion that it can't happen. So I stand right now grateful. Grateful for the power, the presence, the love I'm grateful for how God is and how it works in my life. I'm grateful that I have sense enough to recognize that my life is the life of God. And so it is an absolute perfect gratitude that I just, that I release this word into the perfect activity of law that I literally drop kick it into fruition. That I know that there's power in my word because it's the love. It's my belief is the power. It's the truth. Oh, I'm so grateful that this is done and done well in God. That I just let it be. That I seal this for all eternity, knowing that my word cannot possibly return to me void. I accept that it's done. Ashe. Amen. And so it is. Love matters, y'all. Love